This is Leadership in Action, and I'm Mark Stiles, your host. Join me as we delve deep into the passions, expertise, and experiences of Boston area innovators. Sponsored by the Boston Chapter of Entrepreneurs Organization, this is Leadership in Action. Hey, folks, welcome back to Leadership in Action, your Boston Chapter of EO's podcast. Today's guest is an entrepreneur. He's an investor. He's a business coach. He's a straight shooter, no bull, hoodie wearing, meditating, rock and roll kind of coach and mentor. He's been a member of EO for over 12 years. He is the current president of your board. Yes, a leader of leaders. An entrepreneur, coach, and chief visionary at Self Assembled Ventures. Please meet your president, Glenn Grant. Welcome to the show, Glenn. Thank you for having me, Mark. Hey, Glenn. Mark Styles, the famous Mark Styles. Glenn <laughs> Styles and beyond. Here we go. I love it. I love it. Hey, so we're a quarter into your new board. Tell us how it's going. So yeah, it's going pretty, pretty awesome. Um, for those listeners at home, uh, EO Boston and all of EO, our non-for-profit calendar year starts on July 1st. So when Mark says we're a quarter in, we're a quarter into my term as president and uh, this incoming board who's now in, right? We're not incoming anymore. We're in here. Um, so we're a quarter in. It's, uh, you know, it's always an interesting wild ride when you have a group of entrepreneur, A-type personalities, all doing volunteer work together to run an organization, right? So we're all really busy and we all like to do things our way. And we're all coming together as a team. Um, it's almost like the, the, the UN of, uh, of, of our, our little businesses. Everybody's got a different style and then lives in a different world. Um, and we're doing all this uh, work to set our year up and all, all of our various positions on the board. You know, some folks are the forum chair and then the learning and events chair and the SAP chair. We all have our different roles. So we're all coming together around the table to put together a, a program, a unified program for our year. My theme this year as chapter president is unity. And the goal there behind the unity theme is to really get our chapter reunified as members. You know, COVID blew everything up. We all scattered to our little Zoom caves. And, uh, you know, the way that we interact with each other post-COVID is different than before. Um, you know, events, like learning events. We've been relearning events because... Hey, we used to get quite a bit of traffic from the after work crowd. You'd go to work, wrap up the office, maybe a little early, go to the EO event on your way home. And now you're at home and I got to convince you that it's worth your time to put pants on, take a shower and come out and see your fellow EO members. Some of which you already saw today on Zoom and it feels like it was all in reality anyway. So um, it's, it, it, it's a challenge. But it's a lot of fun. Again, unity, getting the members back together, getting our chapter mojo going a little bit more um, outside of the forum bubbles. You know, everybody has their forum uh, for the most part. And there's that tight bond there. And being in an old timer that used to have less gray hair when I joined EO and uh, didn't have two kids and everything else, uh, I remember a time when the, the, the membership as a whole, had a little bit more of that forum bond than uh, in recent years. 
And we're bringing that bond back through some of these learning events. Tell us about the the learning day that we had, the uh, masterclass. That was pretty cool. I was there. Yeah. So, um, you know, relearning how we do learning events and all events. Um, you know, we kicked it off this year uh, with a big event, the executive masterclass brought, brought in four speakers, really focused the content around tangible takeaways you could take back to your business. There's sort of a balance that we have to have uh, with, with our entire event calendar, right? We want to have fun. We want to do socials. We also want to learn things and take them back to our business. And every EO member is in a different place in their own entrepreneurial journey, in their evolution, right? So some of the, 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 the longer tenured members um, may have sold their business or sold multiple businesses or have large businesses with excellent leadership teams that pretty much run their business for them. Uh, have heard all the business talks in the past, they might be more interested in some of these experiential uh, events or social events. Whereas year one, year two EO member who's just like just started drinking with a fire hose, maybe has a, you know, a smaller business that's still pretty scrappy that they're part of delivering service. They're like, hey, if I'm taking time out of my day to go this event, I got to learn something I can take back to my office and implement I don't really have time for that social thing right now. I do that with my forum, but twice in one month, I just don't have the time. What are some of the other opportunities that EO provides for folks? So um, there's forum, which is our small group of, uh, of, of, of trusted, trusted advisors, right? Uh, we have our events here at the Boston level, and there's a variety of them focused around learning from SAPs, learning from guest speakers, trying to get some more experiential events cooked up this year. Um, also, we're working on uh, bringing back chapter retreat. You know, a little little draconian, but uh, I'm going to try my best to get every member in one spot at least once during my term. That's my goal, right? But I got to make it worth it. I got to make it worth your time. Um, so we're looking at doing that more like May of 24, early June 24. So we have plenty of time to give people notice. But then there's also regional and global events. So our big regional event is Nerve. This year it's in Tampa. It's uh, next week, actually. So I just got back from Florida for a family vacation. And I'm turning around and going back to Florida a week, a week later. Uh, um, but the NERV conference is East Coast Regional Conference. And so you get members from all up and down the East Coast there. Usually it's, you know, 600, 700, 800 EO members, all different cities. Um, people do come from outside the East Coast as well, globally, internationally, but it's really focused on our region and just getting out of, uh, getting out of the house, getting out of Boston, getting out of your chapter and going and meeting uh, these fantastic entrepreneurs from the, the EO ecosystem is, is hugely valuable. And then, of course, there's it's a bigger event, bigger budget, bigger speakers, bigger learnings, bigger activities, bigger socials, interactions. But, um, you know, getting out of your element, no pun intended there, element of styles, uh, getting out of your element, right? And uh, having that sort of confidence and trust that you're rolling with EOers and you're going to find that instimacy, as we call it, right? You can just roll up to anybody and start gabbing. What's your business? Blah, blah, blah. What do you do? And you're probably going to exchange a few bits of wisdom right there on the spot or make a connection, right? Maybe they do something that you need or vice versa. No soliciting, of course, but hey, I've done a lot of business with a lot of EOers. 
the uh, the approved way, you know, not been solicited to. But I trust EOers more than I trust strangers. So I tend to start with my EO community there. And, you know, I didn't know that I was looking for XYZ service, but I'm hanging out at the cocktail hour after uh, day one and I'm talking to somebody. I'm like, wow, you do that? Because that sounds like something I need. And that's, uh, you know, a big part of why I like to go to all those events and, and really about the people, meeting the people for me. You know, you, you talk about the solicitation and I, I find that interesting because there is a fine line there. And what I enjoy most about this podcast here is finding out what people do, because a lot of times there's that uncomfortable nature when you're at an event where you don't want to solicit or you don't want to be perceived as soliciting. And it's a networking event where, you know, typically you're finding out what other people are doing. So it's interesting to find out what people actually do because maybe they can help you. What about the SAPs? How are, how are we helping the SAPs? What are so, SAPs first of so all? So what are SAPs? Those are our st strategic alliance partners, AKA sponsors, but strategic alliance partner has such a better ring to it. Uh, they are businesses in the area that uh, pay to become partners with our chapter. And we use the money that they give us to put on great events and in exchange, they get access and exposure to our member base. They are also bound to the non-solicitation dance, as I like to call it. And really, you know, people do get really wound up about that. Some people don't care at all. Some people care a lot. You're allowed to say what you do. You're just not allowed to dog people and, and constantly badger them and be like, hey, what do I have to do to get you in this car, right? That's, that's not good. But you can tell people what you do. And if they want to learn more, they can ask you to learn more. And then after that, you can go ahead and pitch, right? There's that sort of that, that, that edge that's broken. So we have a number of great strategic alliance partners here in Boston. And, uh, you know, I go to that list of, of SAPs right off the bat as sort of my go-to vendors when I need something. Um, you know, I bank with Cambridge Savings Bank because they're an EO sponsor um, or strategic alliance partner. And I know Brad over there and he is very friendly and also cuts through the noise uh, around banking because he knows that I'm an EO member and he's met me at the EO events. And so you're jumping through less hoops to get to the point when you're banking with them, right? They, that they, There's some instant credibility there where we can, all right, let's have a real conversation about a line of credit or, um, you know, the SBA loans or all of the crazy COVID programs that, you know, Brad was guiding us through at the beginning of COVID. Um, I love it. I, I love the concept of supporting those who support us, right? That's a nice feature, right? If you need a service, let's look and see if there's an SAP first and foremost. Absolutely. You know, hey, we vet our SAPs, um, but hey, no one's perfect, right? Uh, but as a chapter, we vet our SAPs, but really we self-vet our SAPs because other members use the SAPs and you can go talk to some other member who's using the SAP and get, you know, get the skinny on that. Right. You know, as a chapter, we always want to put our SAPs forward. We're not going to endorse something that we don't believe in for sure, but the best reference is someone who uses this, this service already. So you have that sort of double whimmy, right? They're sort of vetted by the chapter, but then you're also got a trusted peer who, you know, you is part of our chapter, runs a business, me, me in your forum. And, you know, you're going to probably trust their feedback a little bit more than, you know, just reading a Google review. 
five stars. Five stars. Five, five stars, stars it is. So we've got your local um, chapter. We've got the sub uh, groups called Forum. We've got your regional opportunities. What about global? Um, global. Global is really interesting. Global's, you know, sort of taking a backseat again because of that that dirty COVID word, right? Uh, not a lot of international travel three years ago. Uh, but we have, you know, we have EO chapters all across the world. And uh, what's starting to come back is this concept of uh, called EO universities, where they're destination, you know, learning events, sort of like NERV, but sponsored globally. I think there was one just recently in Sydney or coming up. Um, but people come from all over the world to meet, again, meet new members uh, from different places, uh, hear interesting speakers and concepts and, and, and just drink from the fire hose of learning. Um, a little bit more uh, structured is uh, becoming a member of your local board and then attending the annual Global Leadership Conference, which is, you know, sort of all of the member leaders from all the chapters around the world coming to uh, essentially a training for your board role. Like, hey, congratulations, you joined the board. You are now the membership chair. Please do not reinvent the wheel. Here's a playbook so that you can execute. You know, feel free to put your, your fingerprints on it, of course. But again, we got volunteer uh, member leaders jumping in. And just like in our business, training is a big deal, right? So we go there, we get the training, but we also have crazy experiences and you're, you're meeting people from all over the world and some amazing uh, socials. And so that's, that is the global event that I go to the most um, because it, you know, happens every year and I've been on the board. This is my second, second tour of duty on the EO Boston board, but I'm looking forward to getting back to the universities um, once they're really sort of firing on all cylinders, right? They just sort of spun one up, but you know, I need, I need a year's notice before I'm traveling around the world to go to a business conference. Um, so when they're, they're kind of popping up with, you know, three to six months notice, a little short for me. I have young kids at home, can't just bounce out of here and go to Sydney right now. But um, I'm looking forward to going somewhere when there's something that works with my schedule. So it's obviously you're giving a lot of your time, your effort and energy to EO. What is EO given to you? Ooh, good question. Good question, Mark. Uh, that is a big one. Uh, EO's given a lot to me, uh, uh, and I'm not just saying that. So I started off as an accelerator uh, and then graduated from accelerator. So by definition, I had a business that was under a million dollars and got it over a million dollars of revenue from what I learned in accelerator. In accelerator, I joined as a tradesperson who owned a job. I didn't know this until I went to a couple of learning days and someone said, sounds like you own a job, not a business. And I was like, oh, that sucks. I want to own a business, right? So I didn't know. I, hey, I'm an IT guy, I'm a professional geek. I fix computers. And I learned, oh, I'm this thing called an entrepreneur now. And I've got these other responsibilities I need to do or could do or should do to really transform this job that I have uh, to a business and continue to go and grow. So that first step there, making that leap from a tradesperson to entrepreneur and, and, and transformational leader, um, learning the difference, you know, I didn't go to college to get an MBA. I don't know how to run a business, right? I started off with, I'll do work. I'll send you an invoice. You give me money. All right, cool. 
there's a lot more to it than that. There's, there's, there's people, there's culture, there's sales, there's marketing, there's operations, there's gross profit margins, there's net profit margin, there's taxes, there's laws, there's liability, there's all these things. Uh, and I keep learning a little bit of nugget along the way, or little bits and nuggets along the way from Accelerator, and then from joining EO and going to GLC and learning from other leaders and just continually being exposed to other entrepreneurs at the right time when I needed certain information. Like you can't just go and learn it all at once and go back and implement it. It's got to be valid to you, relevant to you at the time that you experience it. So um, for Accelerator, you know, we have the four learning days, um, you know, people, finance, strategy, and execution. And I remember the first time around on finance, I was like, Ooh, and I'm dating myself here. I should take out that CD-ROM of QuickBooks I bought at uh, Staples and finally put it in the computer and maybe, uh, maybe set QuickBooks up because I don't know any of that stuff. I've been holding on to this license for a while. Uh, but the second and third time around, I'm like, oh, what's a line of credit? Why is it different than a loan? Should I go get it? How do you even do that? You know, um, but that wasn't relevant to me the first time around. So it's all about continual learning, continual growth, having that grown growth mindset. Uh, and then also uh, best program, hands down in EO, in my opinion, in the same opinion of many others, is EMP, the Entrepreneurial Master's Program. Some of the old schoolers have referred to it as birthing of giants. It is now called EMP. Uh, we are very fortunate. It's actually hosted every year here in Massachusetts in Dedham. Uh, so I drive 45 minutes. Friend of mine flies 27 hours from the Philippines through God only knows how many connecting flights, right? Um, but that is an amazing experience. You uh, become part of a class. It's a three-year program. You come to Boston, you spend four or five days uh, in, in this group with 65, 70 entrepreneurs drinking from the fire hose, crazy, crazy presentations and speakers. You leave, you come back a year later, same class though. And then you come back another year, same class. So um, I'm actually part of an alumni group called Return to Masterminds, uh, which is not officially EO affiliated, um, but I've been coming back to the Endicott House in Dedham with that group for 11 years. I call it EO Summer Camp. I room with them, my good friend Eric Cruz, and we nerd out about Star Wars and gross profit margin, and it's pretty awesome. Also an SAP for those paying Also attention. an SAP. SAP, that's right. Cruz and Co. So Glenn, if you were to accomplish only one goal, I know you mentioned having everybody get together for a chapter wide retreat, but if there was only one goal that you were able to accomplish as board president this year, what would that be? I want to get every single EO Boston member to attend one EO Boston event outside of forum at least once this year. So that's not happening. That has not happened in a long time. Um, you know, we've had some legacy uh, members who basically only do form. And I think that's, you know, well, Mark, I think that's bullshit. Oh, I got to tell you, got to get out of the house. And if you haven't been out of the house in a while, come on out. If you still think it's not worth your time, prove it, verify it, and then go back to your case. It's fine. Uh, but I want to get everybody out to at least one event 
But my part in that and the part that, that, you know, the board has in that, our responsibility is to make events that are worthwhile, that are attractive to everybody on some level, at least once, so that you want to get out. It's worth your time. That is, we've, got a, we've got a couple of cool ones coming up. We have a lot of cool events coming up, Mark. Um, we've got one coming up. Well, we've got Nerve, the regional one. Yeah. But uh, October 26th, we have Cultivating Resilience with retired Navy SEAL Jimmy May, who I met in my Return to Masterminds class. He was a speaker uh, a few years back, and we actually have adopted him as a member of our group because otherwise you have to have graduated EMP to get into that group. But, you know, defend the nation, our freedoms and stuff. I feel like we over a little bit. Uh, and he's an entrepreneur. Uh, he runs a few businesses now. One's called Sushi, As sushi Assassin, which is pretty cool, right? In-home uh, sushi catering. Um, and, and a few other businesses as well, non-for-profit on helping uh, seals of character uh, re-enter the business world or enter the business world. I don't know. I mean, hey, being a seal is business, but I think it's a different business than you probably do behind a, behind a computer screen. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I'm not going to get into that one, but Jimmy's a really cool guy. We're doing this event at um, the USS Constitution Museum. So very cool. That's something we have in Boston, and we got you know the whole place booked out for our own private experience. And I was like, hey, where would we have kick-ass Navy SEAL talk to us? Well, one of the oldest ships and shipyards in the nation. Why not? Right? Let's let's make it a little spicier than you know the conference room at the uh, the Marriott, right? That's right. That's right. And then you have the author of Five Love Languages coming to Boston. We do. Also. We do. We have a spousal event. That is in uh, January, January 11th, I believe. Uh, if you haven't read the Five Love Languages, easy read. Great book. Uh, a little quiz on how to, it's really about how to communicate with, with people. Everybody has their own love language. And great with employees, too. Not to get too sappy. Uh, but that's going to be a spousal event. We're trying to make it uh, a little, little swanky. So it's a little date night action. Uh, spousal life partner or, or um, you know, don't have to be married. We're progressive here in EO Boston. But, uh, you, you know, what's, a good your, what's, your love, what's your love language, Glenn? Love languages. What is My yours? love language is uh, physical touch and words of affirmation. In that order? Uh, yes, I believe been a while mine's the flip-flop words of affirmation and physical touch oh awesome so next time i see you we're gonna embrace in a big hug and i'm gonna tell it, you how awesome you are you tell me how awesome great, i am you're doing great glenn you're doing amazing <laughs> as president of our board so what keeps you up at night what keeps me up at night I don't know, all sorts of crazy, weird geopolitical instability, right? I mean, that's mm -hmm. sort of that thing. But from a business perspective, time stamping, time stamping, time stamping. Yeah, don't. I'm just not. They already. I, I feel like I can change the picture on my phone to just a graphic. Just do not open the news. Um, yeah, do not open the news. So give it a little break. Um, good thing they just tested the uh, emergency broadcast network last week. You know, they, they can let me know if I need to know. Um, but seriously, what keeps me up at night? Well. I'm a business coach now, Mark. So I owned an IT company uh, and I sold the majority of that to private equity in 2018. And uh, I'm still involved in that business uh, on the board. And uh, that business is growing wildly successful. 
uh, are growing successfully and growing wildly. And I'm pretty excited about that um, and the future outcomes surrounded about that. And in the interim, I started doing what, you know, was fun for me, which was helping other entrepreneurs try to achieve what I was able to do. Start a business, grow a business, sell a business, rinse, repeat, right? Uh, so not that it keeps me up at night sweating, but um, I can't, I'm, I'm an entrepreneur and a visionary. I can't turn it off. So, you know, I'm always thinking about my business, but also my customers' businesses. You know, what can we do? Who can we partner with? I got this idea. You should send out this gift around the holidays. It screams your brand. Oh my God. So I just have a lot going on in my head about whatever it is I talk to somebody about that day and their challenges or their opportunities that are exciting to me. Um, Cause I, you know, Definitely am a, a tech guy, a, a, a geek and nerd, big into Star Wars, got two little boys. Uh, but my 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 un, unknown passion this whole time was entrepreneurship. I love nerding out on entrepreneurship and, and business and, uh, and and startups and, and small business and not so much an enterprise guy. You know, um, that's a, a level of politicking that I don't function well in and don't have a lot of advice for anybody. Uh, but the rest of us out here who own our own small businesses and are uh, scrappy visionaries and executors, I just love jamming on that all day long, man. So it's really just keeps the, the brain running, thinking in the shower about what can be done. I love that you bring it full circle. I find that a lot of the coaches out there, the mentors out there are, are simply sharing abundantly what has made them so successful. And I think that's that's really cool that you're doing that. Thanks. Thanks. It's fun, you know? giving back right i i learned from the eo members that came before me i was very fortunate when i joined accelerator early on that i was asked to participate in the eo board uh i got to go to you know my first glc in chicago and i was like shit what did i get myself into this is really cool these are some pretty badass people and i'm like learning all this stuff and um Sure. I mean, I've been in 12 years. Maybe I've finally paid more than what I paid for college, uh, but I've learned way more. Uh, but officially, I still consider myself a UMass undergrad. Hey. That's a code it. word for a uh, dropout that started a business during the dot-com years. I love it. I love it. So you're running a business, a successful business, you're, you're still keeping an eye on your initial business. You're running a board of leaders. What do you do for fun when you're not doing all of this amazing stuff? What do I do for fun? I like to play, Mark. I'm a playful, playful man. So I'm fortunate to have two, two boys that are also playful, uh, ages 10 and 14, and a wife who's also tolerant, tolerant of my shenanigans. Uh, I have uh, electric skateboards called One Wheels. I have an electric surfboard called the E-Foil. Um, a lot of Nerf gun wars around the house here, um, for sure. Legos, big into Legos. Um, but yeah, I just like to play with my kids and, and go and have some fun. And, and then, yeah, it's weird though, but like, I also love to nerd out on spreadsheets about you know, EO and business. And, um, you know, I spent... I owned my business for nine years and created some pretty cool spreadsheets that aren't very sexy and complicated if you're a spreadsheet ninja. 
but just a little bit of, oh, my aha-ness that they provide and helping people adapt them for their businesses. And it's like, oh, my God, I can actually see the, the pieces now. It's like, it's, like, it's like being able to read the matrix code. Uh, so when I'm working with my clients and jamming on that, I'm trying to get my arms around uh, how my, you know, you know, my ADD mind and fifth grade uh, math education uh, can like make sense of this all so that I can help them run their business better. Um, certainly, if you're a math genius, you've got a better advantage. But I always say that as, a, as an example, hey, we want to do fifth grade math, right? We don't want this to be too complicated. Addition, subtraction, multiplication, division. You should be able to figure out what's going on. You should be figuring out whether or not you're making money off that customer or technically paying them $500 a month for the privilege of supporting their IT environment while they get pissed at you. Um, that was a revelation for me back in the day. I'm like, hey, when I do all this math, turns out it costs me $500 a month for, for us to not enjoy working with you because you won't invest in your IT. That's weird. Maybe I shouldn't do that anymore. You're out. Year out, and it's my bad for not taking care of it earlier, right? Yeah. Um, so you have a message for all of the uh, EO Boston board members to get to the learning events. For those listening to this who are thinking about joining EO, what is your message to them? Uh, hands down, biggest no-brainer investment you can possibly make in your business and your personal life. I haven't even really gone there yet. Like for me transformational on the personal end too. Um, being an entrepreneur is, is ridiculously stressful. Uh, and I think that when we're younger, uh, we bottle that stress up and you're like, ah, I can take it. This is no big deal. Uh, but it'll kill you. Stress is the worst. Stress is the number one killer. Um, so through my EO journey and learning from others who have, who've been further down the road than me, you know, I'm into mindfulness and meditation. One of my favorite books that I learned from EMP was um, The Miracle Morning. Mm. You know, so I've got my routine of, of exercise and meditation and reflection and uh, tools like the five love languages, understanding how to communicate with my spouse. And my wife, Aspen, and I, uh, she also works with me in our coaching practice because she also worked with me at G2. Um, you know, we worked together for many years and uh, we used the DISC assessment in business mm. for hiring. And we had a big revelation using the DISC assessment in our marriage. Uh, that was huge, huge aha moment for us. You know, I'm high D and high I, and she's high S and high C. And through that, we figured out, I'm like, oh, that's why when this gets like all uncertain and weird, you know, paycheck or maybe a client cancels or something, um, she's freaking out. And I'm like, no big deal, whatever, man. Uh, and vice versa, right? Like, I'm not as organized with these certain things, but she's all on top of, like, you know, making sure we file our taxes on time. You know, little little details like that. Like, hey, I've got no mo no problem making the money and paying the money for taxes. I like roads and security. Um, but, you know, sometimes that paperwork, man, sometimes the paperwork is just not my gem. That's the C that you're missing. Mm -hmm. That's yeah. the C. Got it. So Glenn, I, uh, I want to thank you, uh, very much for all of what you've been doing for the board. And for me, you were a form forum made of mine when I first joined and I I've learned tremendously, uh, with you from you. Uh, but how would someone get in touch with you? How does someone get in touch with me? Um, pretty easy. I'm on LinkedIn, Glenn Grant, 
Um, you can also email me at Glenn with two N's dot grant at selfassembled.com. Um, but it. also Mark, I want to thank you, uh, for, you know, Mark has stepped up this year and has become our governance chair, which is not the fun police that you might think it is from the, the title. Uh, it's more of a, again, a C, a C thing, a paperwork stuff, just making sure, Hey, we're not in trouble. Um, but also, Mark, correct me if I'm wrong, but you joined uh, Neo Boston during COVID? I did. Indeed, you indeed. Did. So, uh, you know, I thank you for your patience during that time. You know, we have not been the same organization uh, structurally as we were prior, just because of our limitations, what we did. Uh, so for keeping the faith, being in my forum, you know, sticking with us, now coming out to the events, now joining the board. uh really sticking it through when, you know, hey, I joined this group and, you know, my friend, uh, I believe Dave Will talked you into joining this crazy band of, uh, of entrepreneurs. Uh, you know, you took his word for it. Um, but hey, hey, I got all these Zoom meetings. I guess Zoom is cool and all, but, you know, keeping the faith, sticking out for the long haul and still being here with us and also helping us, you know, keep our house in order from the governance perspective on the EO Boston board. Happy to, happy to serve, my friend. Happy to serve. And taking over as the host of this very podcast, too. Just, just reel them in, baby. Come in. Well, I, I have enjoyed this tremendously. It gives me, as I mentioned earlier, a way to meet people. And it gives me that one-on-one -on -one time with them to really understand who they are and what they're doing. Most importantly, those SAPs. So we've been interviewing the SAPs. So I encourage people, if you're not sure what some of these folks do to check out their digital commercial, if you will, where we talked about uh, what they're doing and who they are and how they can help us entrepreneurs be more successful. Absolutely. You know, and, you know, sort of wrapping up, uh, you know, I believe our time is almost up here to the <laughs> It's getting choked up you here. Could, you could feel me wrapping up. You could feel it. I can it. feel you. I know. I listen to the podcast when you ask how to get hold of me. It's like the Grammy music is playing. I got to yes, get on the freaking stage here. But if you're a prospect or a member, well, mostly if you're a member, seriously, re-engage. Give things a shot. You've been a long time around a long time and you feel like, oh, it's not how it used to be. Well, it's not how it used to be because nothing's how it used to be. I'm not sure how long you've lived on this planet. But it's never like it used to be. Mm. So come find out about the new thing that is today. Uh, but seriously, give it a chance. Come see some of the events. Um, we've, we've had that sort of reboot since COVID of just, did we just had trouble even getting restaurants to be like, well, I'm not sure if we're going to be open. Or, you know, I'm not sure if I want to give you a quote for catering because maybe I want it to be twice as much in two weeks. So call us back, right? It's just been hard to put things together. And it's, I think the new normal has arrived. We've got a great, calendar program that's scheduled all the way, you know, through the end of, of our fiscal year into, you know, May and June of next year. Um, the, to get the value out of EO, you've got to talk to other members. It, it really is that you got to get, you got to get out of your house, get out of your forum, uh, talk to other members and yeah, reach out to me. Um, I'm a very open and interactive, uh, member and currently the, the chapter president of EO Boston you've got an idea, a comment, complaint, snide remark, something nice to say, don't be shy. Um, reach out and let me know. And don't forget his love language is words of affirmation. Yeah. Tell me how awesome I am and then tell me your problem. 
So thank you, Glenn. And you are awesome. I appreciate everything. So are you, Mark. The members Big hug here. Zoom hug. There's the Zoom hug. So thank you so much. And folks who are listening, thank you for listening. If you learned something or if you thought about somebody, a member who may not uh, know Glenn, a member who may be sitting and, and relying only on forum or somebody who is thinking about joining EO, please share this with them or anyone at that. Thank you again, Glenn. Appreciate you. Thank you, Mark. Appreciate you more. Folks, this has been another exciting episode of Leadership in Action, your Boston chapter of EO's podcast. Thank you and be well. Leadership in Action is sponsored by the Boston chapter of the Entrepreneurs Organization. As the world's only peer-to-peer network exclusively for entrepreneurs, EO helps transform the lives of those who transform the world.